Welcome to the Stop Suffering in Silence podcast with your hosts, Denise Walsh and Rachel Timothy. Hey, 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 you guys, big welcome back to Stop Sis, Stop Suffering in Silence. My name is Denise Walsh. I'm here with co-host Rachel Timothy, and today we are going to be talking to um, uh, a guest who also has a nonprofit in the Michigan area. Their mission is that every woman, regardless of her past, deserves the opportunity to access access clothing that makes her feel exceptional. And she has a mobile boutique that supports um, trauma and trafficking survivors. And we can't wait to dive into her story today. So big stop, sis. Welcome to Holly Gort. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm very excited to hear a bit more about your story and what you do and how you support survivors. Um, So before we jump into what you do now, I'd love to hear a bit about how you got here. So when did you first have this like spark of an idea that you wanted to, number one, support trafficking and trauma survivors, but also in this way? Yeah. So uh, I was in uh, interior design for about 22 years. Um, love all things color, creative, meeting with people, um, and just finding a space for them to, you know, to enjoy. Um, never really planned on leaving that space or that job. I loved it, um, but had a pretty serious health issue. Um, I had lost the left side of my body. I didn't have a stroke. Um, I, I saw a stroke specialist. I saw an MS specialist. Neither of them could agree on what it was, um, but I did know that I I couldn't shower by myself. I couldn't um, empty the dishwasher by myself. And so a lot of physical therapy and healing had to go on in my body. So I was off of work for about a year and a half, kind of coming to that realization that um, interior design was not going to be it anymore. It just was too much and too intense. And so um, just really started praying about what the next step of life was going to be and and where God was going to use me. And so during that time um, of heavy praying and figuring out where to be, I truly believe that God gave me a vision. Um, You know, in the form of a dream, it writes, you know, you're sleeping. Um, It wasn't like I was awake and saw this vision, but um, I came out of this dream and I could see like it was the most real thing ever. I mean, I could see the color scheme. I could see the name. I could see the verses on the wall. Um, I knew that it was um, new clothing and gently used clothing, but it wasn't a space for women to just come and shop. Because a lot of times when we are shopping, we're we're shopping to fill a void. Um, and so, but this was a place to um, just to help them. Yes, they needed some clothing, but it was to help kind of fill a void. And so I woke up and I wrote all of this down on a sheet and I still have this sheet. Um, and I kind of sat on it. Um, I thought, well, you know, maybe that's, Maybe that's in 10 years, you know, maybe that's when my kids are grown and I can do something like that. Um, And in the meantime, um, my image consulting 
um, career had just kind of started. So I had connected with a woman who owned Beautiful Image Consulting. And I was meeting with women and helping with their colors and going through their closets. And um, I was doing that a little over two years. And then um, I was at church and the pastor was talking about kind of the three G's of, of church is we gather, right? We get together, we gather, um, we give, we give our time, we give our resources, but when do we go? Mm-hmm. And he specifically said, if God has given you a vision, why have you not gone? Oh, geez. And I had like goosebumps and I was like, okay, it's time to go. And that, that was last year. So last year, um, where I purchased an enclosed trailer, um, turned the inside into a really cute looking boutique, uh, filled it up and took it to a nonprofit where the women that they assist are, um, typically in their teens that are, facing unplanned pregnancy and, and want to keep their child. And so kind of helping through through that um, with teaching them financials and teaching them cooking and, you know, all of that stuff. And so we did kind of our first little boutique session there with them. We had 15 girls and uh, all of them were able to get the clothes that they really loved. They were able to try them on, put outfits together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it really just fed my fire. Mm, that's awesome. Um, how does the boutique work? Do they, do you get booked to go to kind of locations or do you consistently go to shelters or kind of have a scheduled spot? Like every Tuesday you're at this place. How does it work? Yeah. So it really is more of a booking, um, type setup currently. Um, if there's a nonprofit in the area that has, you know, women that they aren't able to get to our studio. We also have a studio. It looks like a boutique. Um, if they can't get the girls there, then I can take the the trailer to them. And I ask sizes, I ask styles, and then fill that up with the things that they need. Pull up, open up the doors, and they can hop on in and try on all the things that they like. I just can't imagine how loved that makes them feel, like seen and understood and validated and all of the things. Because I know when you have trauma in your background, no matter really how extreme, it changes how you view yourself. And getting a chance to stand in a beautiful boutique and choose an outfit that makes you feel good about yourself, Mm -hmm. it's priceless. It is. It gets me so excited just seeing, I mean, these girls from this nonprofit, these young moms, it was close to Mother's Day and each of them were just so thankful. Thank you so much. I didn't get anything for Mother's Day, but this makes me feel like I got something and I can, I can look nice when I get together with family and um, donations. I am very selective with Um, no holes, no stains. Um, they need to have no pills, things like that. Just they don't need to look like they're hand-me-downs. I want them to be top quality, cute, fashionable, so that they can feel that way when they put them on. That's awesome. 
Do you have any stories or testimonies that you have experienced in your first year here? We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had some girls reach out and say, thank you. You know, it has meant the world to them. I did have one girl say, um, you know, I had nothing to wear to my own baby shower. She mm-hmm. said I was going to wear my boyfriend's sweatpants and hoodie. And that was just, you know, the best that I had. So that's what I was going to wear. And then she had something really cute put together with shoes and a handbag and accessories. Um, and so she was quite excited now to go to her her baby shower. Um, those are the things that I'm really looking forward to hearing the ripple effect of, mm. you know, women purging their closets of things that don't work best for them, but still have great quality and, and great use. Um, and being able to see, you know, the difference that it makes for someone. Well, it's, it's fascinating because it's, it's right. It's the the clothes, but it's really the self-image that you're shifting and, and shifting that self-image and that confidence can really change the trajectory of somebody's life. You know, we often say it doesn't need to be a big flip of the switch, but it's like a 1% shift. And now all of a sudden I'm showing up differently. Now all of a sudden I apply for that job. Now all of a sudden I feel confident applying for that job or showing up in this way. And it can really make a big a big difference in somebody's life years down the road. Huge, yeah. Um, so through Beautiful Image Consulting, that is really what I've come to notice with, I mean, all sorts of women that I've worked with. Um, they have this, they see themselves a certain way in the mirror. And when someone comes along and sees them and lets them know how they're actually seen um, through, you know, through our father who created us, but also um, through a sister in Christ and, and seeing that she has value and she has purpose and sometimes just a little bit of encouragement can go such a long way. Yeah. So how can people support you guys? Um, the best way to support um, one way is donations. And so, um, again, I'm pretty selective on that. But what I want is in season. So right now we're into the fall and winter. So we want fall winter items. Um Again, great condition, no rips, tears, stains. We don't want any uh, missing buttons. Um, If it's a sweater and it's super like pilled or worn, you know, we want to probably pass on that. But if it's still a great item, go ahead and pass that along. Same with handbags, accessories, shoes. Um, We take any of those. And then soon there will be volunteer opportunities. Um, I've been taking in a lot of donations and so I'm going to need some assistance kind of going through those, but also hanging them and steaming them, making sure they're looking great when they're hanging up. Um, and then we're also going to be connecting with as many different, uh, nonprofits as well. So ministry isn't a competition. I think if someone does something really well, like what you are doing, you, you know, you do that really well. I'm not going to try to compete or take over that. And so if a woman comes in and needs assistance in that way, I would love to get some of your brochures, put them in my connection center um, at the studio and just hand those out as, you know, as girls need. 
Um, and so I, I definitely want to connect with as many nonprofits as possible that are assisting women. And then there's going to be um, education portion of it as well. And so one of our first nonprofits that will be coming to speak is called Warning Lights, which is um, out of Byron Center. We interviewed her as well. Yeah. Oh, good. Awesome. She's awesome. She's going to talk about um, some of those warning signs of trafficking because it's easy to think like, you know, well, that's not around here. That's in a third world country or that's in a bigger city. But honestly, it's, it's right here. And so being able to see those. Um, as parents, as teens, um, I think is a fantastic thing. So hoping to do some education portion of it as well for the community. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad that you followed the dream that God gave you and that your preacher just so happened to tell you to go and you went <laughs> and you were obedient. There's going to be so many lives changed. It's It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I'd love to get you girls um, into the studio to check it out. That actually, um, the trailer really was kind of that initial um, dream. Uh, The three to five year plan was more of a studio, but I had someone come forward. They had a space available. So we were able to uh, change it from a call center into a really cute boutique. We have the closet that we call it. Um, That's where we take in the donations and kind of go through and sort and everything. Um, We have two dressing rooms um, that girls can try things on and shop. I had um, a nonprofit actually walk through earlier today. They were super excited about it feels like an upscale boutique. So I I love hearing that. Um, Yes, it's secondhand, but I think it feels like they're going to get a great experience there. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Is this, is the studio open to the public or is it um, appointment only when, you know, the shelters or other locations are bringing their girls? Yeah, currently it's by appointment only. Um, We're hoping to have kind of a grand opening in January just so that um, the public can see it. And then if you're interested in volunteering for sorting and, and hanging things, um, we'll have different nights available to do that. You can come, you know, with a group of your girlfriends. You can come with a ladies group or a gems group or a youth group, something like that. Uh, we'll have music. We'll have snacks and something to drink and then just have fun together volunteering and, and assisting uh, redeemed in that way. Very cool. I'm a, a accountability coach for middle schoolers. So keep you in mind. <laughs> we need to choose a service project for Christmas time. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Last year we went to the hospital and gave presents to the kids. Um, Very cool. And so it's just kind of fun to switch it up each and every year. Yeah. I love that. Well, we will put all of your links in the description box. If you are local here in Grand Rapids and are able to donate or volunteer, or you've got a small group that would be uh, that would enjoy this service opportunity, then definitely check out Holly, the Redeemed Boutique, and um, all of the links will be there for your browse. What is it? I don't know for your enjoyment, <laughs> for your yeah, peruse. I don't know. <laughs> but Rachel's right. I think it's one thing to have a spark and an idea and this like holy discontent of like, mm-hmm. all right, 
I, this is something that God has really put on my heart. And it's another thing to actually go do it because there's a bridge, like a gap, right? Between this idea and how to actually get it done. And so uh, congratulations to you for saying yes and allowing the how to figure itself out. Because oftentimes, if you guys are listening, like we don't know how to do it or how it gets done, but we start to figure it out and you research and you ask questions and you network and you, you know, you do the things to gather the information and the skills needed to, to make the dream come to life. And so, um, and And if you ask, that's the thing too. It's like, it's the ask, ask God, ask your network, ask people of, you know, this is what I want to do. What, who do I need to be in touch with? Who do I, I mean, I didn't have $3,000 to, to buy a trailer and to convert it over. Um, but honestly, I mean, the, one of the one things that God was like, have a garage sale. And I was like, I will shop garage sales all day long, but to have a garage sale, (laughs) please no, please no. But it ended up, we raised, we were $50 shy of what we needed for the trailer. And so, um, I mean, he provides you ask and he will provide, especially when he gives you that vision. And I'm telling you to have a nonprofit and then get your status in less than a year and then to have the trailer and then to have a studio that was in the three to five year plan. But that honestly, like it's set up and it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he's moving it along. So never be afraid to ask. And, and the name Redeemed Boutique That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. It, honestly, that that was the name on the on the brick and mortar in the vision. Like that was what I that was what I oh yes. <laughs> it just was like that's what it's gotta be. Yeah. That's what it's gotta be. So cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your story today. You guys, if you are listening and you want to support Holly and her ministry, absolutely check out the links below. Uh, donate your time or resources as you can. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this powerful episode of Stop Suffering in Silence. If you are interested in booking Rachel to speak at your school, your church, or on your podcast, then please email openblindeyes at protonmail.com. If you are interested in sponsoring a survivor on their healing journey and would like to donate to Stop Sis, then please check out the link in the description box or show notes below, or you can email stopsis at protonmail.com. And finally, if you are currently suffering in silence or you know somebody who is, whether they're dealing with a current trauma or one from the past, then we will always recommend that you reach out to your local resources and find a counselor that you can trust because nobody is meant to suffer alone. Have an amazing week and thank you for being here.